Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. episode of Pearl Mania 500. Woo! You excited? Yeah. We're actually recording this episode early. Usually when you guys hear it, uh, we post it like an hour after we record it. Yeah, we, maybe me, procrastinate a little and then we do it on Sunday night yeah. <laughs> and then we post it on Sunday night. Yeah, but this one we're actually recording a couple days early. Yeah, because I got to go away. I'm going away with the girls. Yeah, you're going away for a girls weekend. Yep. Leaving me alone with the dog. You're going to have a great time. I'm going to have a great time. You might starve. No, that's not true. You just found a bunch of coupons. <laughs> For Popeye's chicken. Yeah, I'm going to be eating a lot of Popeye's chicken. I'm going to come home to a very sick human. Yeah. No, I'm going to be I'm gonna be ill. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a single vegetable is passing these lips while you're gone. Nope. Nope. No broccoli, no Brussels sprouts, no peas, no carrots. Nobody's going to poop in this house. No, the dog will. The dog better. The dog better. You're poop. in charge of a few other life beings while I'm gone. Yeah. Well, and that's and why I better I, come home to them. Well, that's why I have plans. Oh, okay. I have plans. Like All my plans are based around between the hours of the, the, other, the animals 
feeding schedules, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, okay, I gotta get up yep. by X time yep. to feed the monsters. Well, the cats are gonna let you know. Yeah, the cats are gonna let me know, so I'm not gonna be able to sleep in there. Yeah. And then I gotta be home to feed the monsters. Yeah. Or else I'm a bad dad. Exactly. And that's the one thing I've always respected about pets over plants. <laughs> Because I've killed many a plant. Uh-huh. You know what a plant's never done? What? Woken me up. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I should probably knock on wood because, like, we have trees around our house. And while you're going, a plant might wake me up no. in a windstorm. No, no, no. Knock yeah. on wood. Um, so, uh, we get to start out the same way we always start out, by giving a shout-out to all of our Patreons. Heck yeah. We have 18 this week. 18, baby. Uh, it looks like all of them are team leaders. Team leads. And all of them. Yep. Get a Hey Hun shout out. Boop boop. So let's go ahead and start from the very top. Oh, we're starting at the top today. All right. <sighs> yeah, I want to start at the top because the, you, you, once you see what's at the bottom, you're going to be like, oh, shut up. That's all such right. A good... All right. So number one, we have Ingo Montoya. That's a really great name. I love to start off this way. Yeah, that's a great start. Next, we have Rancid Chicken. Yo, listen, Rancid Chicken, that's... <sighs> I hate when that happens. Yeah, I do hate when that happens. And that's also just a badass name. Yeah. And remember, guys, if you're new to Patreon, set your name, whatever you want us to read. Yeah. If you do not want us to read it, I should probably check the messages to see. Oh, my God. Uh, no, cool. We're cool. Uh, <laughs> we're good. We're good. Just check the messages. Procrastination sure. hits again. Listen, it's been a long, short week. Hannah Sidlowski. Did I nail that? Do you think I got it? Um, I feel Sizlowski. like... Sidlowski. Yeah. Hannah Sidlowski. Hey, hon. Hey, hon. Amanda Carr. Hey, hon. Yep. Vada S. Oh, all right. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, next one's kind of cut off. Maybe I need to go full screen. So here we go. Oh, what a good name. Yep. Waffle House Witch. <laughs> That's such a good name. All right. Althea H. All right. You're supposed to say, hey, hon. Hey, hon. Sorry. Yeah. I'm reading them. and I, I, I'll read them. Uh, you, you okay. just correct me. Okay? Yeah. Anthony Diaz. You forgot Michael Gray. I was getting back to it. <laughs> hey, hon. Hey, hon. Adela Averill. Hey, Adela. Hey, hon. Hammer 6 Actual. Hammer 6 Actual. I don't know. That one, kinda, that one bothers me a little bit. I'm like, oh, please don't be code. Um, I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either, right. but that's what they chose. Okay, fine. Hammer 6 Actual. Hey, hon. Hey, hon. Johan Mats. Johan, what's up, hon? Uh, maybe it's uh, Mattis. Maybe. Oh, M-A-T-T-E-S. maybe. M-A-T-T-E-S. B Cavalry. Okay, cool. Cavalry? I, listen, I'm hoping. We're hoping. All right, now now let me tell you about this last one that I just read. Yeah, and will you see why I saved it for last? Oh, man. What a name. Oh, man. I think it's because of your book club. I hope so. That we now have a new team leader <laughs> okay. named Demonic Bookstore Owner. Oh, I want to go to their bookstore. Listen, Support I'm, small businesses. I'm very excited to get a soundboard in the next week or so, <laughs> just from here on out, so I could have a... Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, we need an air horn. We need this airborne soundboard. Oh, We're getting God. there. I have, uh, I've talked to a few friends of mine who are audio techs and musicians. Yeah. And we are getting along. Is there a demonicbookstore.com? Like, can I go to there? Uh, I, you know, I feel, I don't feel like typing that. No, in. you might. I don't want to, I don't want to know where that led. That led <laughs> it could get weird if we but don't But demonic know. bookstore owner, if you want to reach out to us because you are a bookstore owner. <laughs> Please let us know. And you just want to tell us about your awesome bookstore. Yeah. I wonder if they, if the books are haunted with demons. Mm. Right? Or it's like all spooky ooky stories. Yeah. Or they're just a personal demon, but they sell regular literature. Yeah. Both of which I respect. Both I'm, scenarios. Listen, 
We're big on books. Yeah. Well, you're big on books. <laughs> I'm read... also big on demons. You are very big on demons. <laughs> I read a lot of comic books, which is why my brain is rotted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it helps me get through. Yeah, get through what? Uh, just the day. <laughs> just the, the day, mostly. The slog. Just the, the daily slog. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about something uh, that happened to me uh, earlier today. Yeah. And that was, I came across an article... Okay. About a patent. Yeah. For from Ford, the car company. Yeah. They made a patent, and it's a patent application, okay. right? And I'm reading this thing, and I I got I got a little heated. Yeah. You know how I do. I know. And I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, that's a good TikTok. You get upset, yeah. It's a good TikTok. I could yell into the phone. I'm again. gonna yell into the phone, and then people were gonna tell me I'm smart. Yeah. But I did the, I did the thing. What's thing? My research. Okay. And so so basically, here's the baseline. I read this article, and the article title is Ford Patents Robo Repossession of Cars. Whoa, all right. So the whole thing is, is self, you know, self-driving cars. Mm-hmm. It's the future. It's what everybody wants. Yeah. Nobody can seem to make one without killing a child. Right? I don't want self-driving cars. You don't? No. Okay, well, a lot of people do. They do? Yeah, a lot of businesses do. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you know what I Capitalists mean? Capitalists Yeah, do. okay. So a lot because they want to get rid of humans that drive things, so they don't yeah. have to pay them. Yeah, exactly. Okay, got so, it. So, so this whole thing with self-driving cars, and Ford basically puts out this patent, and in the patent it says, "Hey, if the cars are self-driving, maybe if someone doesn't make their payments, the mm-hmm. car could, I don't know, drive itself right back to the repo lot." <laughs> you know? Or, Wait a minute, I hate this idea for a second reason. Yeah, is that. Isn't there that reality show where they repo cars? Yeah, just would get rid of that show. Oh, I love that. Every once in a while, like really late at night, like that might be the only thing to watch. And that one lady. The way who so fell funny. off the garage? Yeah, she's so funny. Oh, it's so amazing. I don't even like, uh, it's such a crazy <laughs> that show. That and Parking Wars. Parking and Wars. And fun fact, I know two different people that were on Parking Wars. Famously shot in Philadelphia. <laughs> Famously and shot. And I know the third. Um, he... He uh, stole a lot of copper from a lot of walls. Yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> so, so um, anyway, I'm reading this patent, right? And mm-hmm. one thing that, that sticks out to me is that all the headlines are about the fact that if the car is self-driving, it can repossess itself or even drive itself directly to the junkyard if the car is trashed yes. in such a way, right? Yeah. But as I'm reading the articles, there's a link to the patent. Yeah. And I go in and start reading the patent, and that wasn't what was scary to me. Because even in the articles, they admit that Ford isn't focusing on self-driving anymore. Yeah. So, like, they're filing this Because patent. they watched Tesla run over too many little kids. Basically, yeah. Yeah. And explode. So, <laughs> and then, like, Ford, Ford trucks have been exploding, too. So, anyway, it's a whole thing. So, but I start reading the patent, and what's more scary is there's a couple other things they have in there, such as... Hey, if you don't make your loan payments on time, or maybe like you're late on payments, mm-hmm. we can start sending reminders to your car to contact your lender oh, to, no. you know, maybe figure out when your payment's coming. Oh my in. god, can you imagine you it's not your check engine light, it's yeah. like your bill's late due yeah, light. Yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. They oh. say it on the infotainment center. I'm gonna be driving a purple neon from nineteen ninety eight to the end of the world. Yeah. Because you're not catching me with these yeah. robo cars. No, we're gonna be out here. Listen, any car after nineteen seventy seven is the only car that works because they're the only ones that can't be taken out by EMP detonation, brother. Well we got an insider scoop because yeah. we got automotive technicians out the wazoo in my family yeah and your family and like luckily none of them are licensed (laughs) (laughs) that's not true it's like hey listen what do you need i need a roofer i need an auto tech (laughs) i got all of them listen same cousin you just need three pills anyway 
What? Whoa! What? Wow! What? You gotta remember, people are gonna listen to this. Sir. No, listen, listen, listen. I ain't worried, okay? Yeah, you right? should be. I ain't worried. <laughs> all right. All I'm gonna do is I'm gonna show up, and be like, "Yo, what's up? I got, I got your girl out of that cesspool you call Northeast Philadelphia." They'd be like, "You right? Say whatever you want." <sighs> anyway, I'm editing this section out, probably. No, I the, go ahead. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> so I'm reading in the patent, and again, so it's that thing about the blaring. You're late on your payment. Yeah. But also, so let's say you ignore that. Yeah, of course. You just ignore it. I'm of course ignoring it, like I ignore the check engine light. Yeah, so you're not, but you're not even touching the button. You're not trying to contact the lender. Okay, now they're going to escalate it a little bit. Okay. All right, and in the example, they're like, we escalated. So um, we'll turn off the first set of optional things in your car. Yeah. Like the infotainment system. Oh, you're not listening to Sirius XM anymore. Yeah, you can't, but also just regular radio. Oh. Or your MP3 player. (laughs) Or your CD oh player. God. What if you needed it for GPS? Oh, yeah, they're turning that off, too. Oh, shit. Possibly. This is all on the you list. You gotta get a paper map. Yeah. All right, dude? They're going down the list of different things. So, like, the hookup, maybe the charger for your phone. Okay. That's okay. in the list. There's all these different things that they have in there on this list. They're like, hey, these are all options we could choose to shut off. Yeah. And it's going deeper and deeper down it. And I'm, like, reading this. And I'm like, okay, so you're late on a payment, which means you're probably already hard up and stressed. Yeah, right? of course. And then all of a sudden you're like, all right, I'm just going to get to work. I just want to put on some music to calm me down. It's like, you haven't paid. You haven't paid. You haven't paid. And I'm like. The whole ride to work in traffic. Yeah, you haven't paid. And the thing is actually. You know they would make it ding too. Like yeah. when your seatbelt's not on, no, like it would ding. No, but here's the thing. They yeah. even spell that out. They spell that out exactly. And yeah. they say we can make chimes, trills, and treble-like noises that will, quote, Cause discomfort to the driver and the occupants. Oh my god! Until restitution is made. Jesus. And I'm like reading this. I'm like, what the fuck? And like, I'm losing my mind. Yeah. Okay. So then what happens? So then the next level is now you haven't paid that. Okay. Well, we're gonna shut off the second level of options. Uh huh. Like, oh, I don't know. Your automated windows. Your key fob. Maybe we'll lock you out. Maybe we'll. And the third level, we're just gonna make the car not be able to drive. Mm -hmm. And then in the second example. They backtrack a little bit. They go, well, maybe we won't let you just drive on the weekends because you might need to be able to get to your job. So you can pay the bills. So you can make enough money, not to pay the bills, to pay us, That's what I know what they mean. No, I know, but I'm just making it clear that's just the general bills. I love this it. This one specific one. And then even deeper, they're like, and maybe, just maybe, instead of just only letting people drive on just the weekdays, we can even geolock it. So that way, like, you can still get to the grocery store. So you can make it, use your money to buy groceries. Yeah. So then you can still have enough money so you don't pass out at your job. Because you so then you can the pay this car afford. now. Yeah. yeah. So I freak out about this. Yeah, as because I'm it. you're describing a whole new level of chattel slavery that we're basically yes. already in. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. It's just like streaming services. You don't own the DVD. You thought you could always access what Westworld on HBO Max. <laughs> That's why you never watched season three and four. And then one day they were like. <laughs> Fuck you. I know you were saving this for the next time you were sick for a week, but fuck you so much, you can never watch this anymore. Yeah, that's a very personal story It's right exactly, there. exactly <laughs> personal. So I freak out about this, but yeah. I have a friend who actually is an intellectual property lawyer. Yep. So I send it to him, and I'm like, what do you think about this? They're like, well, it says they filed it. Doesn't mean they're going to do it. Also, by filing it, it means that no one else can do it, possibly. It doesn't mean it. And I called him, and I was like, well, these are my thoughts. And my patent lawyer friend freaked out on me yeah and it's like i don't think you understand how people who aren't patent lawyers fucking read shit like this all the time and think they know the future and then just started screaming all this stuff and so like i literally stood on my front porch 
I was coming home when I called them in the car, had them um, on Bluetooth, got to the front porch, and stood outside smoking cigarettes for 45 minutes before I could yeah. walk in the door. I know. Being screamed at by my very good friend who's a lawyer, yeah. who was like, don't do this. And I was like, oh, but it would be such a good TikTok. And then they just yelled, you're just like the media. And I was like, okay, but I'm not doing it. The best part to me is that I was in the house, sitting in the living room, uh, typing up stuff, and I can hear you on the patio screaming and having a very rambunctious conversation for 45 minutes the dog is staring out the window. When are you coming in? What's going on? And the whole, it, I was completely unfazed. Yeah. Because almost every day yeah. when you come home from work, you're screaming on the porch, whether you're calling a friend, talking to your parents, recording a TikTok. Like, my general norm is that you are out there yelling. Yeah. And then you come in and I go, how was your day? I'm like, pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. It's yeah. weird when I just walk straight in. Yeah, that's actually really unnerving. Yeah, yeah. If you just walk in the door, no, like, thing outside to, like, I guess, decompress of any nature, you just walk in, I would be like, oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah. Did you, did, what did your boss do? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm deeply concerned. So, with that being said... I think that's a good uh, that's a good little intro bumper here. We did our we did the Patreons. Yep. Shout out, hey Huns. Oh, and you know what? There was something that you wanted to actually say that we need to point out and thank a lot of people. We've gotten over 101 ratings on iTunes. Yeah. Um, oh we, my God, I love our iTunes ratings. I don't have a Spotify, but I'm gonna download it just so I can read the reviews because the iTunes reviews have been so funny and I love them. And Shout out to the dirt bike friends out here. Yes. The fans of the dirt bike kids. Um, but yes, please, you know, rate our podcast, leave a review. It's so important to the algorithms. As we all know, when yeah. you're doing anything on social media, you are beholden to the great overlord, the algorithm. And we really want this podcast to be as successful as possible. So we'd really appreciate it if you could like um subscribe and then of course join the patreon huns yeah patreon.com slash pearlmania 500 um and with that also one last thing is uh, you we did announce last week the we next book club and i did upload the image to that both to our instagram pearlmania 500 mm -hmm. and it's public on the patreon page itself yep if you mm -hmm. want to see what that book is going to be for a future mrs pearlmania book yeah. club we don't have a set schedule on the book club because yep. book club is based on how fast i can read something and then it turns out i picked a honker of a book it's big it's a big it's, it's a, a big book it's a thickum it's a thickum <laughs> yeah. are you liking it so far though oh yeah it's crazy okay. i cannot wait to tell you about it all right but i am gonna need to like do one of those uh charlie day grids because <laughs> yeah. there's so many freaking characters okay. but i'm like as a really i'm like this is insanity yeah i can't wait to try to tell you about this book um, and I'm hopeful that with my weekend trip, I'm going to have time to like read it to and you're from. You're not going to. Oh, maybe to and from. To and from, But yeah. not when you're on the trip. Though. Oh, no. I'm going to be so busy. Yeah, no. You're going to drag shows and you're going to be screaming at people. Haunted tours, drag queens, uh, other activities. I'll probably get arrested. Don't worry. I'm taking bail money. You always do. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Write our lawyer's number on your arm. You know the deal. I'm just going to tattoo this way. You really should. <laughs> Get a lawyer. Stick around. Uh, we have a full episode here, and Mrs. Pearlmania is about to drop a topic on us all that is going to make you reject modernity.
know this topic yeah. was in the poll. It was. The most recent poll for all team leaders. Yep. And uh, I just did last week, I did the rules of the internet. Yeah, that was, oh That God. was a lot. But, <laughs> but you're about to hit me with a lot. I am going to hit you with uh, a lot of information. Yep. And I don't think it's good information. It didn't make me feel well. Yeah, but here's what's weird is I feel oddly like I'm prepared for it. Oh, I think so too. Because yeah. some of the things that I ended up reading about, I'm like, oh, Alex has tried to explain this to me before. And I didn't know that going in. Yeah. <laughs> that I was going to be uh, in the territory of your wisdom of the internet that I'm, like, yeah. oblivious to sometimes. So, Mrs. Bromania. Yeah. What is your topic for this week? Okay, so the Patreon Patreons voted, and it's trad wives, baby. Okay. Um, and this all started because the joke is that has been a running joke for a while, is that I'm a trad wife. Yes, which, right? mean, which stands for traditional wife. A traditional wife. A traditional wife. Hashtag woman. trad wives. Yeah. So I, you know, it's obviously a joke because it's like, I am like, when t- when I did have a TikTok, my algorithm always took me to cottagecore. Yeah. <laughs> like immediately. It was like, do you want to bake bread and hang out in your kitchen and go gardening? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, algorithm, you do know me very well. And so what happened uh, is that, like, I, as a human, love things that have to do with being, like, taking care of a home. Like, I like decorating. You know, like, I love decorating. I love making a wreath for the door. Oh, you love making a wreath. (laughs) We have a wreath. For every season. Are you saying it begrudgingly, but it's awesome. No, I know, but I just want to, I want to make it clear to the audience. Like, I thought wreaths were only for Christmas. No. And you were like, no, we have to have an autumnal wreath. Yep. We, not, but not just autumnal. There's early fall. Yeah, you can't do immediate fall because September is a little weird. So you have to do like an early fall and then maybe a Halloween one. Yep. And then after Halloween, you hit, break out that Thanksgiving one. Yeah, it's got to have a cornucopia Which on is it. my, my superior one. Yes. That's my best one. But so everything has to be covered in leaves. Yeah. And then Christmas, obviously. You oh, get all the Christmas, Christmas stuff. wreaths. Yep. And then right now you have that kind of midwinter wreath. Midwinter wreath, And yeah. then you're going to have an early spring one. Oh, it's going to have tulips on it. With, I've already planned yeah. it out. And then there's the Easter into summer. Yeah, bunny rabbits and chickies. Yeah, but that's just for the Easter period. Yeah. And then we get the summer ones. The summer ones. And then ones. there's like... Mm-hmm. Late then, summer. Late August summer. August is yeah. sunflowers. Yep. Oh, every, I'm Listen, telling you, every month, everybody. Y'all, you guys do not understand. Like, <laughs> we have a, thank God we have a big attic because I want to say about a third of my attic is full of boxes, uh-huh. each of which just have different seasons that aren't seasons on them. Yes, they do. They're labeled accordingly. It's just like, have you ever been to a Michaels? <laughs> oh. You just, imagine what the back of a Michaels looks like <laughs> when they're trying to move product in between seasons. That's my attic, yeah, that is, that, sure. is, that is our attic. Yeah, no, okay. that's my attic. Oh, okay. The other part of the attic is yours. Yeah, that's true. It's just full of action figures <laughs> and sadness. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> so, yeah. So, you know, I like to decorate the house. You love I, to cook cook a lot i'm really into baking i you know i would say technically speaking i do clean the house more than you do i'm uh, no, i would argue that yeah i'm constantly well, you have a different care level about how clean yeah, the house should i don't want to li- live in filth okay? okay um but so because... i believe that's where i store things <laughs> that's the difference is she's no you... no okay, okay listen let's not get into this no, let's let's not, i'm not getting in this because there is a difference. And this is the thing. It's like the chair. Everybody knows about the chair, right? The chair is where you put the pants that aren't dirty enough to wash. 
but they're still clean enough to wear again. Everybody has a chair. Some people, it's a piece of workout equipment, right? Yeah. Like, they have that thing. If left to your own devices, the house is a chair. Okay? Okay. And I'm not going to let that happen. Yep. <laughs> so. And you're still mad about the chair. <laughs> I just, once in a while, it'd be nice to clear off the chair. But <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so, like, I have, you know, that's, but that's who I am as a person, right? I'm okay. a person that likes to cook. I like to keep the house. I like to decorate. I find a lot of joy in that kind of stuff. And you like and you like farming. Yeah, well, you, gardening. You, you, you like gardening, and you you do appreciate a local farmers market. Oh yeah, for sure. You know? I would love to have chickens. Yeah, all those different all things. things. All I those things. I love that stuff. That's your aesthetic. Yeah, that's what you like. And so sometimes the internet's algorithms, which are strong, see those things about me. They see the Google searches for the different things that I'm looking for sometimes, and they're like. You ever heard of trad wives? And I'm like, no, leave me alone, sir. <laughs> I was just wondering what the local laws were on me having chickens in my backyard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then I get upset because they're infringing on my liberties. I'm but, like, how dare you? I own this land. You can't best, tell me what to do. The best was the day you actually looked that up, by the way. Yeah, of course. Because you actually read me the case law behind it. <laughs> and how it went all the way to city council. Yeah. And so in where we live, what was what? It was 18. Yeah. You can't have, if you have 19, you're a farm. Yeah. But 18, is the, you can have 18 chickens and that yeah. can be considered pets. Yeah. Because two neighbors fucking oh, had at it for had a year, decades. Oh my God. So some guy who had too much time, he was a retired, um. A retired guy. He was a retired next guy. to a lady who had a bunch of chickens. <laughs> just, this lady and she was like, this is too many chickens. And she was like, bet. <laughs> <laughs> she took him to court forever and won. <clears throat> I love it. So anyway, so you, I wanted you to love all this stuff. I love and the all algorithm this. has thrown trad. The wives algorithm at you. has thrown trad wives at me before, and you know, I I just kind of gloss past it. I don't care. I'm like, I don't know what it what it really entails. It's just kind of a joke at this point. Mm-hmm. But um, <clears throat> pardon me. So in order to do research about trad wives, I started on Instagram because that's where hashtags live, like yeah. hashtag trad wives, and. I, there's a lot of tradwife Instagrams, and they're all deeply unsettling. But a lot of them are this idea of, like, there are a lot of pictures of women in fields, yeah. blonde women in fields, holding blonde babies in fields, yeah. old European buildings, yeah. things like that. Um, and I did find um, an Instagram, I don't know if I should say the Instagram name, because I don't want people to go to it, but I'll just say that their uh, t- tagline here is reclaim traditionalism, reject feminism, embrace femininity. Oh, okay. Okay? And the, the trad wives. What, Hashtag what, trad wives. What's funny... <laughs> <laughs> what's funny is uh, reclaim traditionalism, reject feminism, embrace femininity mm-hmm. is a play on literal Nazi speech. Hey, put a plug in that. Okay. Okay. So when I'm going through this Instagram, first of all, as I'm going to show Alex. A lot of Canva. Well, a lot of pink. It's a lot of pink. You know what that is? Gendered. That's, no, no. That's a lot. That's it, It's less beige than girl defined. I was going to say, okay, we're moving up from beige. Yeah. We've added a little color and it's pink, girl. Yeah. Because we're- It's weird that they actually have a grid on this one. So like, look, yeah. look at how they've worked it out. So even their grids aesthetically, like- Yeah. So it's lighter. It, it's like a medium pink on the left. Mm-hmm. And, and image- then there's a video- 
And then it's dark pink on the right. Yeah, every single image, one. Yeah, it's every single one. planned it's, out. It's a crazy grid. Little Miss Tradwife. That's you know fun. what? Maybe send me a screen. Take a screenshot of that. Just yeah. what the, of what this grid looks like. We'll put it on the Patreon. Okay. Page you want the Little Miss Tradwife in there? Yeah, no? definitely a Little Miss Tradwife. In okay. There. She's, she just kind of messes up the grid. Oh, she does mess up the grid. Yeah. yeah give, me, give me a good grid instead there of Little Miss Tradwife. <laughs> so, pardon me. Um, so the thing is, obviously, we're not doing beige. We're doing pink because this is about femininity. Yeah. And if there's one thing we can do when it's femininity, it's go to pink. Because Which is hilarious. The color of girls, apparently. So a lot of these images, right, are, they're, they're quotes from Elon Musk. That's a place to be, yeah. right? Because when I think um, femininity, I think Elon fucking Musk. This one says, Mamas, as you're folding laundry today, pray for the child whose clothes you are folding. Okay. All right. Um, the season of engagement often is, gets lost in budgets, bouquets, and buffets. Enjoy engagement. Um, I'm ready for fall-scented candles, casserole dinners, pumpkin patches, and cinnamon lattes. Which is, I mean, cinnamon lattes are delicious, but then you scroll down just a little bit more and... We've got one that's like, there are only two genders. And um, it's so it's like, it goes back and forth in like yeah, these yeah. Well, really it, it, specific a, ways. It's like a trap account. So yeah. they, they, you come into it thinking you're... So I had a friend of mine, mm-hmm. similar in trap accounts. I had a friend of mine on, on Twitter back in like 2014. He created a Simpsons quote account. Okay. All it did was a bot that just posted quotes from random Simpsons episodes. Yeah. Like twice so a day. So it predicted the future? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, it was just tw- out twice a day. Yeah. And he got 10,000 followers. Yeah. And then one day, he pivoted and changed the entire account to be about our sketch group. Okay. He lost 5,000 followers. But he did have 5,000 Twitter followers. Because people are like, what the fuck is this on my feed? But but also, like, Little Nas X did that. I was like, going to say, yeah, Little Nas X did yeah, that. Yeah, Little Nas X did that. It was a he, Nicki Minaj stan account. I mean... Listen, he was smart. It was good marketing. I love but it. But this is that same sort of thing on Instagram, especially. Well, wait, I don't think it's that same sort of thing. So I would love to put a pause on this. Okay. Okay. So I like where you're going. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it is a little bit different. Um, so I just wanted to, like, read the top post for the most recent post, if you will, from this. Because I think it uh, it plays into some of the things that we're going to hear when I go through Tradwives. Okay. Okay. So this post is a sliding post. There's multiple things. And it's a picture of a beautiful apartment um, with pink flowers and a pink carpet. So yeah, yeah. we're just sticking to the theme here. Corporate jobs, corporate jobs, hustle culture, and girl bossing often require you to forego your femininity and step into masculine mindset to survive and succeed in these rigid environments. Many of us find ourselves working a corporate job feeling absolutely drained and burned out. After all, this isn't exactly what we want to do. We feel purpose slipping away as we long to one day claw out our way out back into the home. But in the meantime, we're here and your corporate job doesn't have to compromise your femininity any longer. How to maintain your femininity in the workplace. One, prioritize your spiritual walk with God every morning. Set your mind on him and embrace the feminine qualities he's knitted within you. Ask how people can you encounter through Christ. I don't even understand what that says. Number two, leave work at work. If you work from home, when it comes time to sign off, sign off. Don't dwell on emails and never-ending demands. They'll be there tomorrow. Number three, don't push your health and fitness to the back burner. 
Plan nourishing meals, get some vitamin D, and exercise during the week. Not every week will be perfect. Uh, number four, set boundaries. When work begins to require you compromise your commitments at home, it's time to set some boundaries. So I'm not going to read those. There's even more than that. Yeah. But I just want to say, all of these things they're saying are general self-care. Yeah. Like this is a general, hey, when you're done work, log out of work. Hey, when you are at home, be at home, go for a walk in the sunshine, eat food that's good for you. Like these are normal things that you should do, but they're framing it in this very specific way of like, you need to embrace your fem. There's so many. I don't know. How many likes are there? This one has 1,685. Okay, cool. From my angle, I thought it said 1,488 likes, and I was uh, really scared. No, no, no. Um, so, so what I'm already being struck by, Yeah. this is Andrea Tate. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And it's the same thing with Jordan Peterson. Yeah. We're going to give you some basic, like Jordan Peterson is, yeah. take a shower, clean your room, and you'll be less depressed. It's like, yeah. well, yeah, if, if all you do is wallow, you're, it, it's a cycle. Yeah. It's, and then it's like... The grind of work is hard, but yeah. we don't have to lose our femininity in it. Whereas it could just be the grind of work is hard. Let's not lose our humanity in it because yeah. it's like uh, the crushing wheels and like we need to go outside. We need to unplug. We need to do these things like they're not wrong, but the specific way that they're framing it and the specific language that the, the hashtag trad wife is going about these conversations is leads into some weirder stuff. Yeah. Just like the Jordan Petersons of the world. Yeah. Okay. So as I was going through all these trad wife Instagrams, and there are a bunch of tumblers. Now here's the thing, I'm not logging in a Tumblr. I don't got one. I'm not using anybody else's. I do. So Promania five hundred on Tumblr, <laughs> baby. So hashtag trad wife. <laughs> yeah. So there is um like a lot of trad wife stuff on Tumblr. I saw pictures of it, but I wasn't gonna log in and read it because I just no. But one thing I noticed, well, I noticed a few things, is that every, not every, a lot, a substantial amount of the images that they're using are these advertisements from the 50s. Yes. They're obsessed with these advertisements. And I, like, my brain breaks every time I see one because I'm like, that is an advertisement selling you this idea of what a woman's life was like in the 50s written by a man in an office building. But not only that, it was never true at all. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's this imaginary idea that Folgers is trying to make you feel like if you lived at this time and you were living like this, that if you just drank Folgers, then your life would look like that. And it's like, None of this was real. This never happened. Yeah, but what's even better, though, is is it's actually a percolation on top of that. To make a little pun. Oh, um, coffee percolation. So the ones that they... Because you see this a lot with incels. Yeah. And you see this a lot, again, with Nazis. And I know we're putting a pin in it. I know. However, what I'll say, though, is they're getting the cream of the crop. Yeah. 1950s advertisements. If they went back and got all of the advertisements from 1954, say mm-hmm. you... They aren't going to get the same picture. <laughs> no. Because, like, I, there's this very famous Folgers uh, commercial yeah. where it's a guy, like, his wife makes him coffee and he takes it because, oh, honey, your coffee's awful. Oh, You're yeah. not like the girls at the, the girls, office. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. But it's like, that's the life that these people are pushing for yeah. when they're pushing those 50s lives. Yeah. And it's just so very funny. It's so wild because the whole time I'm looking at them and they're just 
they're having nostalgia for a thing that never existed and that they never experienced. And because even their like, family didn't experience. Yeah, and like nostalgia itself is like this memory of a better time that lives in your brain from things you experience. But like they're experiencing nostalgia for things that they never had and that never existed. Yes. Insane. Yes. So they're obsessed with those, the advertisements. And that's just funny. And then the other thing they're obsessed with, gender roles. Listen to me. Like the pink Instagram, women do this, men do that, men are masculine, men are feminine. And like, I don't really want to get too deep into any of that stuff, but it's a really hard place to put yourself Mm -hmm. of like, once you box yourself into a certain way of being and living and you're refusing to acknowledge that you should ever go outside of that box, you're putting yourself there and then you're going to feel really bad. Like it's, you're putting yourself in a prison of your own making. And like, you see this when we talk about incels, when they're like obsessed with like the, what'd you call them? The chads. Yeah. They're obsessed with like these like hyper masculine men. And then they feel like they're not allowed to cry. They're not allowed to show emotion. They're not allowed to have weaknesses. They're not allowed to like talk to each other about their feelings. All these things that alpha men do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But so like they, because they're putting themselves in this box of like emotional stuntedness, then they have a sad life and they, you know, have higher rates of mental illness. And then when women do it in the opposite direction, the yin to the yang of it, they're also putting themselves in a box where they're going to be very mentally ill if they're never allowed to, in air quotes, be masculine. Yeah. And it's like, you don't under, like, the idea that these things are so simple and the the inability to have any nuance in the conversation is so wild to me. Yeah. And as I'm reading through them, I'm like, there is so much gray area. And, like, no one is willing to talk about it because, of course, everything is memes. Yeah. You've got 160 characters and an image from 1950, and you got to say everything. And it's like, no, but there's so much nuance to these conversations that none of these people are having. Yeah. And they're making big life decisions based on it. And it's... Insanity. Because, again, it's propaganda. All yeah. memes are propaganda. Yeah. I think we've said that on the podcast before. Probably. But I want to just... I think you've just memes. yelled it in our living room. I have. I yeah. have. But all memes are propaganda. Yeah. Which is the reason why they're falling so hard for 1950s advertisements. Because the advertisers... The 50s were so good at propaganda. Listen, because also, <laughs> all of those advertisers literally worked on war propaganda. <laughs> These were actual propagandists. They, they actually sat down during World War II and they're like, how can we sell war bonds harder? <laughs> and then they're like, all right, we don't need war bonds anymore. What do you want to sell now? Nylons. <laughs> like, really? Listen, we're going to sell those pantyhose, y'all. Yeah. We need to get kids smoking. All right. <laughs> this is going to end up racist. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> That's no. how that, but I mean, like, when you go back to all these advertisements, yeah. but when you go into meme culture in general, meme culture at the end of the day is just fucking propaganda. Yeah. A, a meme, like the one that you showed me from that Tradwife page, the ones that weren't clear screenshots of tweets that didn't do well. Yep. On something that wasn't Instagram. Yep. The rest of them, the images, were just straight up. Like, Edward Bernays, the inventor of advertising, would have been like, this is good work. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Yes. Oh, look at this beautiful Parisian field with a bicycle in it and a yeah. woman with a big hat. Yeah. And then it has, like, a quote on it about, like, find a masculine man to lead your family. Yeah. Speaking of that, the other thing that trad wives are into, like, 
really into, like, and it was concerning at a certain point, was hashtag submission. Okay. And I know what you're thinking, husband. Yeah. That is this some type of sexual kink and it's some dom sub stuff. That's where it eventually went and nobody was saying it. And it was driving me bananas because it was all like, I need to submit to my husband and the goal of marriage is submission. And like ev- these women are just using this language. And you know what? Actually, I'm going to take this back. I don't know if all of these accounts are run by women because a lot of these hashtag tried wife accounts that I was looking at seemed like they were run by men pretending to be women. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like they're the, catfishing. They're catfishing or it's like, some man trying to sell this idea so that he can trick someone into being his trad wife. Oh, you know what I mean? He's yeah, like, yeah. if I can capture enough people into this idea, maybe one of them will marry me. Yeah. Like, it's it got so weird. And we don't need to throw an allegedly on this. We'll throw a hypothetical. A hypothetical. We don't have we don't have data showing. Oh, we're going to need an allegedly later in the show. Okay, well, <laughs> all right. We'll put it in the chamber, cock the allegedly gun, and let's get it ready. But, but no, but honestly, that's a very, very good point because when you go back again, going back to the same idea of the 50s and all those different things, like yes. you said, those advertisements were drawn and written by men yep. to sell women and men on the idea of, of, what, women. of women and what women want and what women need and where what the, the top of women I'll, I'll tell you the top. It was men selling women and men the idea of what women are. Yes. Because that's a lot of the fundamental things that are being discussed in here is what women are. What is their purpose? What is their reason for existing? And so these marketers were selling this idea of this is what womanhood is. This is what femininity is. And then a lot of these uh, accounts I found on Instagram seem to me, it's like um, the book club listeners might get this. There's a whole conversation of from people that are really into reading books about um men writing women yeah i don't know how much I, I, I know, I know okay. about that. Yeah, so yeah. men writing women like when men write women it's they're so bad at it yeah they're just they really have no idea of how our brains work because they don't have lived experience and that's totally fine but like this some of these accounts felt like um, men without experience of a woman writing the imaginary version of a trad wife and they're just like if they could just convince them enough yeah. <laughs> like I was just like hey like, I wanted to like inbox them and be like hey man what if you just went and joined a, a basketball team at the local Y <laughs> make a friend yeah. you know what I mean Yeah. like I delete this account Yeah. but then I was like this isn't technically yeah. my Instagram account yeah. messaging trad wife account i know you're really a man <laughs> you fucking dickhead. what i thought about doing it i was like don't do yeah, it yeah don't do it you can create a fake account uh account yeah okay so they're obsessed with submission but but, but real, okay, quick, go ahead. real quick the one thing that i do find really fucking interesting about this is that's a really fair point that i really didn't think about in the propaganda game because it's also a thing that you have ha- that you that you have happen in other ways when dealing with especially on the right when you go back to like the Trump campaign yeah. on on Twitter and on Facebook in 2016, all there were all these people who were from like Moldova, right? Yeah. And they were from uh, you know Eastern Europe who were pretending to be Midwestern you know white women yeah. who were like, listen, y'all. I mean, I know that what he said on that Access Hollywood tape was bad, but 
you know, my husband and I prayed on it, and we just need to, like, we need to just stop yeah. these feminists from destroying our mm-hmm. way of life. Yeah. And you sit there and you read it, and then it's like, yeah, like three years later, like, yeah, that account was was banned because it was five guys in Moldova. Yeah. Uh, in a Russian puppet state. Yeah. Like, it, it's all these different things. It's it's just so, I never thought about that, and yeah. that's so funny, because usually they're very directly political, but this is soft politicization. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so wait, I have to talk about submission again. Okay, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so they're super into submission, which again, with this this idea, theoretically, that some of these accounts are being run by men who are trying to sell this idea, red flags in the air. If, if you are not in a submission kink relationship with a lot of consent and rules and safe words and a lot of open conversations for your safety and everybody's safety, then someone trying to trick you into a hashtag submission fetish mm-hmm. and trap you into a marriage that goes along with it is terrifying. Yes. Nightmare fuel. Yes. And I was, it was like just deeply concerning reading through it. And it, I just had to bring it up because I saw it so much because, you know, with Instagram and Tumblr and stuff, like when I was looking at them, they all put hashtags in there. So it's like hashtag child wife, hashtag traditional, hashtag feminism, hashtag submission. So they always are sitting it in there. And I'm like, ugh, red flag. And part of that goes into, because a lot of them are also deeply religious. Yeah. And that submission to God is also submission to your husband. Oh, they do. The submission to God was a hashtag too. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but the way they talk about it. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I know, I know. But that's but that little bit, that submission to the church, that submission to, to biblical nature and tradition, yeah. submitting to that is, that's the foot in the submission, door. Sub, submitting in a God-honoring way. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, submitting in a God-honoring way. I don't want to kink shame anybody. No, no. But you can totally be in the submission without, you know, trying to trick people into being a trad wife. Also, I'm just going to say this. I also looked at a lot of images because, again, trad wives are always talking about or posting about, you know, they have to cook all the meals for their husband. Their husband comes home from a long day of work. We got to have the food ready. We're preparing food for the kids. So there's pictures of food. And I need to say this right to your eyeballs okay I'm they are at very bad at cooking oh wow every image is the most bland <clears throat> gross looking food like it looked like a picture of biscuits and gravy but it was chicken and mashed potatoes Ugh. it was i was every image i was like okay if being a homemaker and a trad wife is you're going to be your personality you need to be good at the cooking part okay I don't know why that made me feel like I lost some feminism when I said it, but I, I feel like if you're going to make it a core personality trait, you should be good at it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> there's, there's two things. I have two thoughts about this. Number one, you're, you're, <laughs> oh my God. Number one, your priorities are fucked. Um, but the, the second thing is going back to the fifties advertisements. Yeah. Remember those I, fuckers put tuna fish in Jello. Yeah, no, that's what I'm gonna go into. The fucking Jello ones, all the way through this. If you look at a '70s cookbook, it's the oh, grossest shit you've so ever seen. I've got so many of them, and you know I it. I know, but it's the grossest shit you've ever seen because it's just like canned fish. Yeah, they were like, "You, what do you want to put spam and lime Jello together in a casserole? It's gonna be great." Yeah, okay, with throw mayonnaise. Some, throw some beans in there. Yeah. yeah, it's very that. But you know what's funny is actually now that you're saying mm-hmm. that. You, there's, you know the TikTok? I've shown it to you before. Where like, Everybody's so creative. I love her so much. I think she's just watching Trad Wives. <laughs> because oh they're always goodness. making the grossest thing they really in a casserole. Are. They love a cat or a dump cake. That's yeah. a big thing they're yeah. Do you know what a dump cake yes, is? Yes, you've, you've 
Oh, I did. Remember the one night you almost we almost <laughs> bought a dump cake book because you saw so it on TV funny. and you got so mad. And I convinced you we weren't even engaged. <laughs> and I was like, I wasn't even living with you. And I was like, don't waste your money on this. I needed it. It was so funny. No, because we, I was like, someday we'll find it at a Goodwill. <laughs> It'll be three dollars at a Goodwill. I'm gonna go Goodwill this weekend and find it. Listen, it'll be oh. you're gonna go to Goodwill one day or any yeah. thrift store. Yeah. And especially if in the, it's in the suburbs or near a rural area. And you know it's what? It's just infuriating. It's gonna. They it, just put sticks of butter on top of things yeah. and then bake it. Yeah. Oh my god. But at the listen at the thrift store, yeah. it's gonna go Ben Shapiro book from seven years ago. Yep, yep. Ann Coulter book from seven years ago. Yep. Dump cake book. Uh, chicken soup for the wife's soul. Chicken soup for the wife's There's soul. There's so many chicken soup books at the store. And then, store. A, then a shit ton of Joel Osteen books from dead oh grandparents. Oh my god, you're so right. There's so many Joel Osteen books at the thrift store all the time. We should... Oh, I hate him. Okay. He's the worst. We I don't want to do an episode on him. Why he not? He sucks. I don't okay. want to talk about him. Anyway, let's talk about other things that suck. Okay. Tribe so, wives. Tribe wives. So they're bad at cooking. I actually typed that out because I was like, I couldn't get over it. I was so mad. <laughs> Okay. It's just the fucking worst. All right. They're just so bad at cooking. If it's going to be your personality, it should be good. But you know what it is? Part, the other part of it, too, is because that they're locked in the house and they don't go out, right? Yeah. So they're locked in the house. They don't go out. They're not meeting more people. They're not meeting a diverse amount of people, right? Yeah. They're not going and working in restaurants like you did. They're not meeting, meeting friends from all different walks of life who use different spices differently. Yeah. Who maybe stand next to them and go, hey, you know, you can't just boil chicken. <laughs> oh, God. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I know but exactly can, what you I know, mean. yeah, but, but it comes down to, again, I don't know if I've talked about Kathy on the podcast before. My dental Your hygienist. Your dental hygienist, Kathy. Listen, y'all, this this was life-changing for me. I always assumed that we all had, at least through our schooling, an equal amount of experience and knowledge, at yeah. least like a baseline. And you forget a lot of times in your life that you have had experiences and you've been given information and knowledge in a certain way that you understand that other people will not. Yeah. I thought I was an intelligent person who was doing most things right in my life and that the things I were getting wrong, mm-hmm. I chose to do wrong. Okay. And then one day, I went to a new dental hygienist mm-hmm. and she reached over, put her hand on my hand and she said, how do you brush your teeth? <laughs> and I said, like an adult. And she goes, that is not true. <laughs> And then she proceeded to spend 45 minutes teaching me how to brush my teeth properly and floss Mm -hmm. and pick and all these different things. And then six months later when I went back, she she patted me on my head and she said, oh my God, you're doing so much better. I'm proud of you. But if I hadn't gone to this woman, if I hadn't gone and seen Kathy, I never would have gone through that experience. And that was an accident. I I didn't choose to see Kathy. I just needed a new dentist. She was there. With these trad wives, if they're locking themselves into a lifestyle where they stay at home all day, the only thing they do is go to the grocery store, the only thing they do is pick the kids up from school, and then they go to church on Sunday, Mm -hmm. and the only people they're interacting with are the same five or six other women who also only do that, they are never going to have somebody show up in their life and say, have you ever maybe thought of adding sriracha? It's never going to happen. (laughs) It's never. Paprika... That's a demon. <laughs> oh, no, but smoked paprika. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you Let about me, some smoked paprika. I'll submit to it. <laughs> yeah, you will. Um, okay, so while doing all this research um, about trad wives, uh, a, one particular somewhat internet-famous trad wife bubbled to the top, okay? Her name is Mrs. Midwest. 
Mrs. Midwest. That's the brand, baby. Mrs. Midwest. So she's... She's owning it. She's just mid. She's mid. <laughs> Mrs. Mid. Mrs. Mid over here. Her real name's Caitlin, but Mrs. Mid. Okay. And I think this is the moment where we're going to start to get... Uh, chick chick allegedly. Okay. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> right? Oh, she cocked the yeah, allegedly gun. I, I cocked the allegedly gun. Oh, it should be a double barrel. I think allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> like you know, we gotta, we gotta close Just the breach. Shotgun by the front door. Yeah. Oh, Miss Midwest is coming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just do it right by the door. They'll run away. Yeah. Um. Okay. So when I was reading about Mrs. Midwest when she popped up, I realized that I had seen her before. And I was like, oh, shit, I've seen her. Um, Is that one time I was watching uh, YouTube videos and there was, um, I was watching these YouTube videos called The Financial Diet. And it's this lady, she's lovely, and she just talks about financial literacy, right? Something I didn't learn growing up in Catholic school, something my parents were unable to teach me. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes I like... I like watching her videos because she talks about, you know, all different things about how to stay out of debt, how to understand, you know, retirement savings, all this stuff. She's just a general, pretty decent source of that information. So my algorithm uh, noticed that I watched the financial diet videos and was like, hey, you want to, you want to save money? I got a video for you. And the video was titled, How I Practice Frugality. 10 tips for living in your means, right? It was by Mrs. Midwest. And this was uh, years ago. This is like 20... Three, this is three years, three years ago. ago. Three years yeah. ago. So this popped up and I watched it because I was just like, I don't know, pretty blonde lady. She's talking about frugality, which is something I deeply you, you love. love <laughs> that's, my, that's my brand. What's funny is... <laughs> what's actually very funny about all of this is how... it What... What bothers you the most isn't the inherent fascism. It's that they're not as good at being a trad wife as you are. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. No, no. But that I'm saying, no, 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 no. I know. No, no. But, but they're like, hey, take these 10 things and that makes a trad wife. And yes. you're like, listen, motherfucker, I'm better at all. If we're talking about a decathlon of these 10 fucking events, yeah. I'm crushing you in all of them. And going to work. Yeah. Fuck yeah. you, yeah. dude. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. But no. The... And making more money than your husband. <laughs> the other th- the thing is, is like, ugh, I don't know. Wait, we'll get into it. So I watched this video and, you know, she has like 10 tips, right? It says 10 tips. And I watch them and, you know, she's got this very bubbly personality. She's generally likable in a YouTube sort of way. Yeah. And unoffensive, to say the least. Just vanilla, if you will. Vanilla without the vanilla beans in it. Listen. Vanilla. I'll say it right now. Yeah. She's a Nebraska 9. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, solid. Yeah. Okay. But what happened? I don't know what the L.A. scale would be. I don't do those. In L.A., they would be like, oh, you can do JCPenney because she's too Midwestern. But that's her brand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyway. um, She's going through the tips and my spidey senses went off when she got to tip eight. Okay. When, years ago. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, it's just the framing of the dialogue that was a little weird for me, right? Okay. I get suspicious easily because I live with you. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, you know, a tinfoil hat person about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I asked you to pull this up so that we can watch her eighth tip because I want you to hear what I heard that spiked my spidey senses 
and then we'll keep going, okay? Okay. All right, my eighth tip, we have so many tips, is to reflect on the past. This might sound a little strange, but it's all about focusing on what was normal in the past. In the past, people kept things for many, many years, and I do understand the quality of items has gone down. Things are created to be more disposable, so we'll purchase more, and then the companies get more money. It's very sad. But if we focus on purchasing quality items, and maintaining them where at the end of our life we might look at our dining table and say oh we've had that since we were married focus on living lighter and with less consumption and less online purchases and less non-essential items as people in the past did a lady in the 1940s didn't have to pay an uber bill she didn't have to pay for her lip fillers and she wasn't buying specialty coffees you know yes the cost of living has gone up. But the things we can spend money on and the amount of money we are spending has increased. So I would encourage you to, to begin reflecting on the past, reflecting on how people used to live and use it to inspire you. That is one of the biggest things that has inspired me as we've journeyed towards saving money and purchasing less. I'm trying to live more old fashioned. And many of you have told me that, yeah, you're a little bit old fashioned, but I like it and I appreciate that because I do resonate with that old fashioned way of living where we keep those items for a long time and we don't purchase new ones and we don't live fully modern. Important to remember that people survived just fine in the past with much less and so can we. That, that was disturbing. Right? It's weird. It's it's really weird. Like yeah. it's 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 really weird. Yeah, and so her other not the other tips were general stuff. Yeah. Like don't get in the credit card debt and you know, make sure that you're putting together a budget yeah. and staying within your budget. Like all of her other tips were pretty normal tips. Yeah. And then this one I was like, huh, that's a little suspicious. But why specifically <laughs> also like the 1940s? Yeah. Like why not the 70s or the 90s or mm. the 80s? You know what I mean? Like yeah. specifically the 40s. It's just something about like remembering the past yeah. in this specific way. I was like, I don't, I don't know why, but my spidey senses went off and... Her so then of course what I did uh, back then was I ruined my algorithm yeah. <laughs> accidentally yeah and so I got a bunch of her other uh, videos popped up and I the first I remember the first one that came up as soon as like I had watched that one was like how to have Disney princess energy and I clicked on it because I'm a glutton for fucking punishment but it was this like how to behave in a way that is that of a Disney princess okay and I was like you know. Anybody that's a listener that's a Disney adult, God bless you. It ain't me. And I was like, yo, the vibes are wild. I got to get out of here. So I was like, no, I got, I can't. And so I never went back to look at Mid Mrs. Midwest because I was like, Disney adult energy, weird, weird frugal tips that made me uncomfortable in a weird way I couldn't explain. Yeah. Um, so I did write down a quick list, not as long as the last list I wrote, of some of her titles, of her other videos. Because again, I am coming into it of a place of, oh, it's a video about frugality and how to save money. And then I get hit with a video of how to behave like a Disney princess. And it was all about like posture and smiling and having like a light airy. And I'm like, like a light airy personality. And I'm like, 
where you just marry people without doing a background check. That's my idea of a Disney princess, right? <laughs> like, you don't Google your partner. You just <clears throat> marry anybody. Just yeah. I anybody. woke up and he was there. <laughs> yeah. I was asleep and he sexually assaulted me. We're married now. Yeah. He was really mean. Yeah. He was really, really mean. He locked me in a basement and threatened to kill my dad. For months. <laughs> yeah. I've been hallucinating teacups talking to me. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh... Uh, or I stopped talking. I stopped. I just stopped talking one day <laughs> to get back at my dad. Yeah, and then then I just stopped talking. Yeah, and then he kissed me. Yeah, and, and now I we're married. started talking now again. Now we're married. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. So you know, Disney princesses. There's a lot of uh, behavior, but so here's some of the li- the list of some of the other uh, videos that she's made. Right. How to be ladylike. How to avoid unladylike behavior. Behavior, or no, how to avoid unladylike mistakes. I'm sorry. Ladylike behavior and posture. How to become a homemaker. The truth about femininity. How to attract a masculine man. How to live traditionally. Okay. Trad wife. That's a, that's a pipeline right there. <laughs> that was straight up a pipeline. Yeah. pipeline. And so that's like me being just like <laughs> looking at the internet like the weird out of out of it person i am yeah i was almost sucked into a pipeline right yeah. like i went in being like ooh, a money saving tips because yeah. that's me and then a disney princess video i was like that's hilarious yeah and then i watched it and i was like i'm never watching anything like that again yeah but then you know if i would have kept going it would have taken me down this little rabbit hole of femininity homemaker better posture like i mean i could have better posture but, but this is the same exact thing this is like this is why they're all Andrea Tates. Yeah. Because again, with with that on that other side, a lot of these guys. Same thing with Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. This is just the same thing, but for ladies. Yeah. Because a lot of them are again, you know, how to be stronger, how to you know how to be more alpha, mm-hmm. how to be all these different things, and before you know it, it's how vaccines are really run by Jews and they're trying to kill your sperm, my brother. Yep. Well, it's that's how all these things always inevitably run. And I think, you know what I was thinking while we were watching the clip when you were saying how like if there was um a trad wife Olympics I'd win. Yeah. Is like it's not that they're just bad at it that upsets me. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of the things that upsets me. But like so many people I know, so many people I know are homemakers, are yeah. stay-at-home moms, are traditional in this very specific way. But they don't make Instagram accounts about it. They no. don't have fucking time. No. Okay, they're busy raising kids and keeping a house together. Yeah. And like... And doing witchcraft. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's be clear. I know, I'm like thinking of all of your friends who like stay at home and raise kids. And I'm like, and on the side, they're doing witchcraft. And all right. But so the, the thing is, is like the people that are busy being traditional homemakers and family carer others are very fucking busy and they don't have time to take pictures of themselves out in fields to sell this ideology of traditionalism. Well, well one thing that drove me crazy with this one in, in particular with her old fashioned reflecting on the past bullshit. Yeah. She did a thing that Andrew Tate and all of these guys do, which is she called out the root cause of all of our issues. She talked about planned obsolescence. Things we buy now don't last as long. She talked about not having time for things. She talked about how our bills, not only are our bills higher, but we have to pay for more things, right? Back then, you could just buy a car. 
you could buy a car. Yeah. Cars were $300. Yeah, you didn't make as much money, but $300 was like a doable thing at a certain point. Yeah. You also didn't have a cell phone bill, a cable bill, an internet bill, like all these different things. And she's talking about the 1940s. My grandparents were alive in the 1940s. They were in World War II. My grandfather, who fought in World War II, didn't have indoor plumbing. He viewed indoor plumbing as a luxury. Yeah. But here we are in a, in a world where the internet is not a luxury. You have to have the internet. If you want to get a job, if you want to be able to access your fucking paycheck, if you want to be able to access banking, if you want to be able to access most fundamental government activities, you need to have the internet. You cannot not have yeah. the internet. I know. You have to have access. And so what she's doing is she's setting up her people to sit there and go, oh, yeah, there's a lot of problems. There's a lot of problems. Things didn't used to have a lot of problems. But she's taking the fuzziness out of it, which is that people were dying of radiation poisoning from their fucking glassware. (laughs) And now people collect that for fun because it's funny. I mean, if I could get my hand on radiation glass, I'd definitely have it in a cabinet. Oh, I know you definitely would. Oh, and there'd yeah. be black lights all over oh, it. Oh, that'd be so and cool. when people came over, you would be like, look at my radiation cabinet. Yeah. But, 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 yeah, 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 big time. Yeah, but that's <laughs> all, all times, again, as all memes are propaganda, all, what, not reminiscence, what's the word I'm looking for, where you're, where you, when you pine for the past? Oh, uh, we were just talking about it. What's the word? Oh, I'm blanking on the word. <laughs> I, nostalgia. Nostalgia. All I just thought of Dolly Parton. Because <laughs> she's like the queen of nostalgia. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. when you go to Dollywood, it is walking through nostalgia. Yeah, and, well, and she's trying to keep the history alive for people. Like there's a guy yeah. who's Dollywood who just whittles spoons. I know, love that it guy. Was, I literally stood there staring at him like, <laughs> oh, like the, this would not exist if not for Dolly Parton. <laughs> Dolly Parton is like, no, you will pay the spoon whittling man $11 an hour. And everyone's like, that's a good job. Um, but anyway, all nostalgia though is also fuzzy. It's yes, yes, in nineteen forty or whatever, your childhood you had a great time, but if you were an adult now standing in that same living room looking at your parents, you would see the stress in their eyes. Looking at your grandparents, you would see them looking at the world around them changing. Oh my god, there's planes now. Yeah. Like shit. My grandma lived through nuclear the first nuclear bombs dropping. Yep. And she also got to see people walk on the moon and all these different fucking things. And all we got was a pandemic and a reality TV star president. I don't forget 9-11, all right? You said you were <laughs> never going to forget. I, I just did forget. Just, I just fucking forgot I 9-11. Listen, we got to get back on track. All right. Because I don't know how much time we have, and I need it. I need all the time because there's so much. Should we take a break real quick? Okay. Let's take a break, and then when we come back, you can then rattle through the rest of the <sighs> Well, I hope you listeners had a little break too. Yeah, uh, Alex went and had a cigarette. Well, we've been talking about the 1950s. And honestly, <laughs> if I don't get a smoke, it's like watching a Don Draper. You're like, suddenly scotch and cigarettes seem like a good idea. Yeah, bad idea, Alex. Oh. Okay, so the thing is, is that back to Mrs. Midwest. Okay. She is, like you said, Nebraska Nine. She's beautiful, blonde hair, blue-eyed, young woman, making videos about the importance of being feminine and traditional. Theoretically, nothing wrong 
right? Like, my spidey senses goes off, but nothing else wrong. Like, if you look at them, you're just kind of like, I don't know. Like, she seems nice enough. She just has a point of view, which is her point of view to have. Yeah, it's her experience where she lives. About being a homemaker, and that's, you know, cool. Like, I think if you want to be a homemaker, be a homemaker. That's rad. Yeah. Um, Thing is... And maybe that works in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But, like, the thing is, um, other people on the internet... Or who are sleuths, who I respect deeply. You know how I love a, a Reddit sleuth. Yeah. They realize that, like, her Instagram account, she follows a lot of... Well, not anymore. She unfollowed them because she got called out. But she used to follow a lot of very specific Instagram accounts that I would call European Pride accounts. Oh. You know? Uh, there was one that was called Western underscore traditionalists. Um, embracing womanhood and one that still exists called worth fighting for. I don't like uh, that. And basically I look through some of the memes because of course it's all memes. Yeah. And it's all culture war, white genocide. There was one that was like a little blonde ba- child and like over the, this little girl's face it said like my mother didn't race mix and neither will I. Jesus. Yeah. It escalates quickly. Okay. So... You know, she's following these Instagram accounts, and I found the one uh, worth fighting for, which does still exist on Instagram. I wouldn't go to it. Don't give them clicks. But they have, you know, just the general images. It's all meme bullshit. But, like, all the memes are kind of, there's, like, slides, and then they go into, like, pictures of beautiful landscapes after their bullshit. Yeah. So the other thing that I thought was the funniest is they sell merch. They sell t-shirts. Of course, of course. they do. You got to sell merch. Yeah, you What's sell the merch. point of the grift yeah. if you can't sell merch? My favorite also is that they have all these things about how bad capitalism is. Yeah. But if you slide like three down, they're selling their merch again. And I'm like, yeah, I got you, bud. Well, this is Andrew Tate all over again. Listen. Yeah. But then I found the greatest merch because, of course, your wife had to keep looking. You'll never believe what they fucking sell. Please describe Shut to the, the listeners what they up. sell. Okay. So <laughs> you don't know what a Wojak is, do you? No. So Wojak is a type of meme that is drawn on uh, MS Paint. Yeah. Um, and they're very, very poorly drawn on purpose people. Yeah. And there's one they love to show of a traditional woman who often is playing someone's grandmother. Yep. And this is your grandmother as a young woman. So it's a blonde-haired, blue-eyed woman in what I could only describe as like a flowery, almost gingham style 40s dress. Mm-hmm. And they actually made the dress. Yep. And they are selling the dress from the meme. Yeah. But this one in particular, the Wojak, this is also part of the NPC memes. I don't know what that uh, we're, is. We're not going to go into it Please right now. Please don't. Maybe I'll do a whole thing on Wojaks for you in the future. But... I, ju- I just know that is always a cross from angry, grumpy guy or gri- guy that pulls face mask cry. Yes. That's all I know. Yeah, because they're all from originally from Rage Comics. And again, we're not going into it. Befuddled. That's but, the way I look but right now. this is usually the young woman yeah. that's across from the bearded Chad, who's always a side profile to show yeah. you what a strong beard is. Nice, strong chin. Yeah, he's a nice, strong chin man. Yeah. He's always like, no, I, this, this is how a man should be. So yeah, I saw this and I started cracking up because that they is... manufactured the blue floral dress that the meme gal wears. That they're drop shipping. Yeah, that they're drop shipping. They, they're, not, they're not making it themselves. No. They're not going to a factory. They found it online. I'm they obsessed. It. This is when insane. it comes to capitalism popping off, here is happening right here. Yeah. Because they have so many other memes 
where they they're like, ooh, the you know, just anti-capitalist. Wait, pull, pull back up real quick again. The image? No, 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 no. The, the Instagram account. Oh, the there Instagram was one account. meme at the top that I wanted to, to see real yeah. quick. Yeah, is it the, that one? I yeah, knew it was going to be that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> Incredible, right? Yeah, yeah, it says it's it's um oh my god. <laughs> Explain it to the people, babe. So um there's a, it's a thing called political quadrants. Do you know what yeah. that is? No, but I know what those four squares look yes. like. So political quadrants is an idea because there used to be these tests and there still are these tests you can take online to find out where you fall on a scale. Okay. So are you more liberal or are you more conservative? Are you more author uh, are you more authoritarian or or are you more um libertarian type yep. of thing, right? Okay. And so each quadrant is supposed to be a political party. Yeah. And when that originally was created, it kind of showed how <clears throat> in America, especially with our politics, Republicans and Democrats are both kind of more on the authoritarian side yeah. and not so much on like the socialism side. Yeah. And that was supposed to be eye-opening for people. But what happened was a lot of people were like, no, I want to be more on the crazy corner. <laughs> and the crazier the corner I am, the more I'm different from everyone else. Oh, my God. Because the normies are in the middle. Yeah. And so in this case, American it's showing, exceptionalism at its best. In this case, it's showing the four political quadrants. Okay. And the top left is the Soviet flag. Yep. The top right is the Roman Republican flag. Uh huh. The bottom left is a gay pride flag. A trans-inclusive gay A trans-inclusive gay pride flag. Yeah. And then the bottom right is the don't tread on me stake. Yep. So it's like showing you these four, and it's just incredible to me <laughs> that it's just like, which, where are you on the political quadrant? Last time I used this main format, I promise. And then if you could, if you want to support the page, share our posts, or check out the merch, you receive quality clothing, and we get more funds to grow the page. It's like, again, <laughs> but again, this is the same thing Andrew Tate did. It's the same thing Jordan Peterson does, okay, where they right. acknowledge that there's a system, and it's bad for you, but their answer is do more of the system. Do more of the system. They're just not doing the system right. Do it harder. Okay, yeah. so people on the internet realized that she was following all these questionable accounts. That one is very whistly, right? They're not making specific, they're not making the ra the race mixing meme. The ones that made those ones got deleted, right? Yes. But if you read the comments, yes. it gets dark quick. Yes. Okay, so anyway. Um, so what I realized and what many people realized is that she is, <laughs> I want to say like a wolf in sheep's clothing, but like, she isn't. She's just kind of overt, um, but she does it in a very uh, pretty feminine way. Um, and when I was looking at the people that watch her, like her stats, it's predominantly boys. Yep. Mostly just boys, I would guess. I would wager a guess, mostly just incels, watching this ideal version of what this what womanhood should be. Oh. So she's a certain kind of porn. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. watching this wifely idea. Because she does, like, vlogs about her day at home as being a wife. And she's doing laundry. And she's doing the dishes. And she's cooking a meal. Oh, she's And the whole time, she's, you know, okay. her dresses are really, like, tight. And her breasts are kind of, oh, my goodness. And she, like, talks about, like, feminine hygiene in a very specific way. And, like, so it's very, like subtle pornography for the views of incels but she also has a lot of viewers that are 15 year old girls yeah that are like what is this this seems like a really cool disney princess way of life right okay so 
She's selling this glossy version on Instagram as well. The homemaker, the housewife, the ideal, real subtle. Go real, ahead. Real quick. Um, but going back to your thought process on the, 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 the boys watching. Mm-hmm. It actually strikes me like, oh my, like once you said the thing earlier about how some of these meme pages are probably run by men. Yeah. And then this part of it, this is again, part of that pipeline. Yeah. Because, and and what you're saying about being porn, this is like watching POV videos. So, you know, point of view. Yeah. Point of view. You're a husband coming home to your good wife. Yeah. And then you're some sad guy or some sad teenager who's alone. And you're like, oh, I could have this if it wasn't for these, you know, these socialist, you know, cultural Marxism Mm -hmm. coming in here and telling women that they could cut their hair, dye it green and get a nose piercing. Oh, man. That that green hair girl with a nose piercing. she two out of those three. I know. (laughs) But, but if, 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 you know, if this, if these women were just like this, they could be beautiful and they would be happy. They're mad. Yeah. Because they're not like Mrs. Midwest. Yep. And it's playing into that so much. I just, I didn't really think about it in that way. Because again, I'm not in these spaces. Yeah. And this has never been attractive to me in that way because it's just so fucking twisted. Now, it also doesn't help that my mom actually is from the South <laughs> and was raised with these values and was like, this shit's fucking dumb. I want a job and an education. And I don't want my fucking husband to tell me how to spend my goddamn money. And I had to sit in the side and be like, oh, this is my future. I got, I, we can't explain your mother to people. No. But like, that is... <laughs> Her rage about wanting to go back to work, and then if your father says anything about how she spends her fucking money, is listen. Oh, it's the greatest shit, y'all, y'all. <laughs> like, there is two roads I could have gone down from being raised by my mom, who's a great person. She is a great, the person. best person. But there is a there is an alternate universe out there where I weirdly rebel against that, and probably would have been like a hardcore Trump supporter. Yeah, maybe. But my mom actually was educated enough to sit me down one day and explain to me where we came from yeah. and how we got to here and where it should be. Yeah. And I looked sad at that and I went, oh, women are people? And she's like, yeah, women are people. <laughs> and over time I realized not a lot of men get that conversation. No. They're told to get a woman. Their moms don't even tell them that. No. Like there are women that raise boys, hashtag boy mom, which is a whole other hashtag that I am not fucking unpacking right now. No. But hashtag boy moms. They raise boys and they never tell them that women are women or yeah. people. Anyway, wait, we have to get back to yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. Okay. So, um, here's the thing. We, we're now starting to unpack this idea that Mrs. Midwest is um, alt-right. Okay. Right? She yeah. has these alt-right leanings. Right? Allegedly. Allegedly. Here we go. We're allegedly. She's allegedly alt-right. She allegedly has some specific beliefs based on what we're seeing her like interact with on the internet, right? Then, okay, maybe in 2019 she does an interview um, that's recorded and on the internet um, with a man. I don't know if you've ever heard of him called yogi Abs. No, that name. I was, I was expecting a lot of names. Okay. Yogio Abs. Yogio Abs. By, okay. okay. He is, uh, I did Google that guy, uh, known misogynist, right? He is uh, in the same line of somebody called Roosh V. Yep. yep. Okay. okay. Who okay, I so just put know, up in the most recent poll. So I yeah. saw his name in the poll, and then I didn't know who he was. And then I did this, and I said, oh, now I know. I didn't Google him because in case that poll won. But 
They're the similar, very similar guys. Yeah. They have similar belief systems, right? They all believe in return of kings. So, fun fact that you brought up. She does this interview that's recorded with Yogi Oabs. And during uh, the interview, she, uh, the be- one of my favorite little clips from the interview is that Yogi Oabs says that he believes that women are genetically predispos- predisposed to cleaning. And okay. that it's genetic. They're just better at cleaning. Okay. Not that when we're socialized and raised, all of our parents made us clean and never made our brothers clean. So we just know how to do it because our brothers never expected to do it. It's genetic. Okay. I was born ready to clean the dishes. And she, in this interview, goes, yeah, I agree. Women are genetically made to clean and okay. nest. She also says nest, which I'm okay. like, oh, God. Um, and so... How does she end up in an interview with this guy, right? So she's talking on this interview about how, how did she find these people, these yogyo abs, these rushfis? She admits that she was online looking for uh, what's called thinspo. Do you know what thinspo is? Absolutely not. Okay. Um, so thinspo is Tumblr style uh, pro-ana content. So pro-anorexia content. Gross. Okay. Okay. So once the internet was invented, you explained to me through the rules of the internet that boys were doing all kinds of shit on the internet, right? The girls that had the internet uh, also did a lot of stuff. And one of the things was they started a lot of um, tumblers and other type of accounts uh, to talk about how to be anorexic and bulimic. And they're called pro-ana, pro-bulimia accounts. And those images that they would find and post were called thinspo. So like they're thinspiration. Exactly. Gotcha. So she was online looking for thinspiration, and she wanted. She told him she was like, I was looking for really harsh images to help motivate me to lose weight. She is not an overweight person. No, she's completely healthy. No. She wanted to lose more weight. Um, who knows why? And so she starts looking on these websites and within that pro Anna websites in those, whatever forums she was in, she found return of Kings. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do I need to explain return of Kings to our listeners? Maybe quickly. Um, okay. Y'all, you know about uh pickup artists, you know about Andrew Tate, uh, Andrew Tate. Uh, okay. <laughs> Return of Kings is to Andrew Tate what Plenty of Fish and OK Cupid is to Tinder. If that makes sense. Not to me. Not to you. Okay. So, um, Return of Kings is a was proto manosphere stuff, men's mm. rights, pickup artists. Yeah. And it became very right wing, hardcore fast around 2014 especially mm-hmm. and into 2015 and it became very a very race race sciencey very mm-hmm. alt righty yep but it was a hardcore gateway community yep that went very overt very quickly yep and i believe they stopped posting things around 2019 um and their yeah. leader rush v uh, moved to Poland, where he said the women there were more traditional. Yep. And they knew how to be submissive, uh, unlike American women who have been ruined by cultural Marxism and feminism. Yeah. Uh, he's also been accused of uh, a prolific amount of sexual assault. Yep. And many of the men on those websites 
are well-known sex tourists, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, he also super pro-rape. Like, yes. he has books about it. Yes, and about how it's not real. It's not real, and even that, though he's super pro a thing that's not real? Yeah, because okay. he, cause he believes that women uh, like it. I did find one quote from Rushvi and said, Women aren't compliant to men because they have too many resources. Hold that. Just okay. keep that, okay? So anyway, she is Googling, trying to find harsh ways to lose weight and motivate herself to lose weight. And in that, she finds blog articles from Return of Kings about uh, the demand for traditional women and how, you know, you need to be look like this and act like this, and then that gives you value. So she starts deep diving. She starts doing her fucking research, yep. okay? And she fully gets red-pilled, as okay. the kids say. And she says it herself. She, she talks about how she got red-pilled. And she really agrees with uh, Rush V on a lot of things um, and his lazy eye. And, um, and his bad beard, his bad hair. Yep. Mm -hmm. And in her blog, she has a blog, right? And I bring this up. She talks about in her blog that she's really into Stefan Molnieu. I knew that name was going to fucking come up. <laughs> When you said earlier, and she had an interview with Yogi Abs, or the fuck, I was like, I was gonna guess Stefan Molyneux. That's how you say his name. Yeah, it's, okay. it's Stefan Molyneux. Okay. Um, listen, do, okay. <laughs> do you know who PewDiePie is? Yeah. Okay, PewDiePie. When you started talking about how she was following all those alt right accounts, yeah. PewDiePie famously got in the same trouble. And one of the people he was following was Stefan Molyneux. Yeah, okay. And Stefan is, is just like an open fucking racist. Yep. Mm -hmm. Who always tries to hide everything behind the bell curve. Oh, and he's right. like, oh, no, this analytical data we have proved that some races are superior over the others. And then you point to him and you go, dude, the people who wrote that shit were fucking racist who wrote the goddamn test. You wrote a racist test. That gave you racist answers. And he goes, oh, how can a test be racist? It's uh, just numbers. Okay. So the, here's the thing I'm bringing Fuck. up about the blog. Okay, so again, she has this blog. Yeah. It has her name. Because the branding, Midwest. That's yes. the branding, baby. Because she's mid. And in this one blog, it's like 20 things you can do to be more feminine, right? And there's like... Wear an armband. What? <laughs> so like... But like, it's keeping a clean house. Make your bed every day after you wake up. Make sure you take a shower every morning. Don't be, always do your hair. And then like it has like cookie recipes. She talks about her favorite laundry detergent, which was Arm & Hammer because she doesn't like the smell of Todd, which I think is ridiculous. But um, in there, in the 20 things, cookie recipes, making your bed, blah, blah. She suggests that her readers watch the YouTube videos of this Stefan Molyneux guy yeah. because she really believes in what he says and she likes the, his no-nonsense approach to the viewpoints of spirituality and history and things like that. And then, like, the very next one is, like, make sure you uh, vacuum your living room every day, right? So, so she's uh, hiding these little bits. Yeah. They're just... So, like, again, it's, uh, it's not going to be me, right? Because I'm a little too... Uh, I assume everything is a lie. But, like, if somebody else was watching videos about how to save money because they were struggling, and then they get that frugality video. Yeah. And she hints at things like, remember the past. And then suddenly you get one about how to smile and have better posture and be more feminine. And these are just, like, lighthearted things. And then suddenly you're reading her blog and you're like, oh, a cookie recipe. 
oh, a history video by a guy named Stefan Molyneux. Fun fact, though, he doesn't have YouTube videos anymore because they his whole channel got b- deleted by YouTube yeah. around the same exact time that uh, David Dukes got deleted. Yeah. Who is? The fucking former Grand Wizard of the KKK. So here are people. Yeah. <laughs> These are the but, people we're talking but, about. But real quick, what you, were, yeah. what you were describing, the one thing that I want our listeners to understand yeah. is it's not so much just that, hey, I went to her thing and I got these tips. Because mm-hmm. most of the tips she said are very simple. Again. Yeah. But... We're also coming from a place of maturity. Yeah. So you watched her tips and you're like, I know that. I know that. Duh. Idiot. I was like, I've been poor my whole life. Tell me something new. Yeah, yeah. So you're looking for something new, right? But I'm old poor. But yeah, yeah. But, but in the case of a lot of these, somebody, again, just like Jordan Peterson, just like Andrew Tate, hey, fucking eat better, clean your room, take a shower, right? Okay. Yeah. They listen to her about a couple of these tips. Their life gets incrementally better. Not yeah. a lot. Yeah. But it's 1% better than it was last week. Hey, she was right about that. Okay, cool. So you watch a couple more of her videos. Oh, I should keep straighter posture. I kept straighter posture and people at work say I look prettier. She was right about that. Then you go to her website looking for more things. So far in your mind, you will wipe out all the things that she hasn't been right about, but you will remember 100% the things that she was right about. Yep. And now you're going through these things and again... You maybe have been in a, you know, quote unquote, a Christian traditionalist household. You did not get a deep dive into history. You weren't taught European history. You weren't taught world history. You weren't taught any things about the way racial science just almost destroyed this country from the 1800s through the 1970s and beyond. Mm-hmm. And you watch this guy named Stephen Molyneux who's saying things that are in partially true it's always partially it's always partially it's pseudoscience it's pseudo history he's telling you things like hey at this time our crime rate was x well we didn't track crime as deeply back then we didn't have fucking computers yep the the birth rate was this the things was this yes again we didn't have planning on these different things and you needed to have things and it was just a different fucking world so he takes bullshit facts that are half true and then just applies them across today. And you were, imagine you're a 15-year-old kid. You're an 18. You're a 25-year-old kid who doesn't have, and again, I will say 25-year-old kid, without the experience, the knowledge, or the wisdom to be able to discern these things differently because you haven't had anyone in your life ever sit down and say, you need to do these things to be successful. Because in this country, we, we teach people a bunch of random fucking facts and then at 18, we shove them out the door mm-hmm. and we say, hope you made it to college where a lot of you will <laughs> fucking fail and the rest of you either work construction or as a fucking waiter. So what's the options? Yeah. And this is how it fucking happens. It's such a fucking, it's, it's insane. It's so dumb. And somebody needs to make a good version of it. <laughs> I'm going to radicalize the ladies. I know. But we just need to make a fucking good, like, hey, just it starts out with just take a shower. Yeah. Take a shower and do 10 sit-ups. I just literally do that to Alex all the time. Whenever he's grumpy, I'm like, hey, did you drink any water? Do you need a nap? Do you need to take a shower? Yes. And then... You've slowly <laughs> radicalized me. I have. So wait. Um, it was the Mrs. Pearlmania pipeline. It was the Mrs. Pearlmania pipeline. Now I, I do my laundry on a semi-regular basis. Semi-regular basis. <laughs> um, I wanted to pull up this other clip. It's a 10-second clip. And it's from this Yogyo Abs uh, video. And the thing is, I've been talking alleged. I've been saying, this is suspicious behavior. 
She seems to be putting these weird, awful alt-right beliefs peppered into cookie recipes and makeup. She, she does, like, makeup videos. Like, I've been telling this to you. Like, I think she's hiding these things in here, right? And I'm going to play this clip, and you're going to tell me what you think about it. Because my message can be kind of like intense for some people, like the things I believe, I like to pad it with, oh, skincare and like how I clean my house, you know? Wow. Oh my God, she said it. She admitted. Well, I mean, technically speaking, you know, an attorney could argue she could say any, she could put anything in there, right? Yeah. But she was in the middle of a conversation with this known uh, alt-writer talking about the alt-right message and she clearly stated allegedly i don't know my opinion is that she's padding her message that she's padding her 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 admittedly intense message on purpose yes this is the thing that i'm realizing about hashtag tradwives yes is this is a pipeline to what is called fem cells and one day you can fully explain a fem cell to me but in my mind based on the light overview I did because I was not diving deep into that fucking shit is it's incel for girls and the gals and like that's all this is it's a new it's not new it's a pipeline it's a pipeline to get women that are not happy in our system and like I think that's the part that I have like this weird compassion it's not weird compassion is not weird but like I have compassion for these young people that are watching these videos that are like mad and upset because they are being sold this idea by these people that you know back then you would have been able to do this and this was taken from you by feminists you know you could be at home raising a family while your husband goes to work and you wouldn't have any worries you wouldn't have to worry about student loan debt you wouldn't have to worry about paying your rent you wouldn't have to worry about these things because a man would take care of you and your life would be so much easier And then they create rage because people are like, these feminists stole this from me. And like, it's fundamentally not true. And it's really scary because there are women that could, can and have, because I read about it, falling down these pipelines and married the type of men that are proclaiming these things. Mm -hmm. And they're being trapped in horribly abusive relationships. Yes. Because... If your partner is only looking for someone that's hashtag submissive, he is not going to respect you. And if you think that you're getting into this like traditional housewife relationship from advertisements from the 50s, you're being sold a lemon of a car, my friend. And like, so I just like, I feel bad that like, well, they're, to be fair, yeah. we feel bad for the people who fall for this I feel bad for the young people, but, but people that are falling for it. But people who like this, who are perpetuating No, it, fuck that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I it's really, on sight. <laughs> it's on sight. I'm yeah. not even going to wear earrings if I ever go to the Midwest. Yeah. I'm going to stay ready. Yeah. See these people out here in these streets. Yeah. Uh, uh, that was not Well, you wouldn't be able to even notice. I w- oh, there's no streets. What yeah. do you, what do, you yeah. do? But also, you wouldn't even be able to notice who she is because she looks like every other woman who does All this right. grift. But no, but, I just, but, but, it, it's concerning. It's concerning that well, it, everybody's upset yes. about the crushing weight of capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the crushing burden that we're all facing and everybody's selling solutions and their solutions keep being fascism. 
Yeah. Just different versions of fascism. But it's it's also the part that, you know, if I was 15 right now, mm-hmm. right? Like, I was, I was talking to uh, a family member earlier, and I was like, it's crazy to look back and realize, like, the 90s were a golden age. Oh, so good. You know what I mean? Like, be, like, like especially, like, the late 90s. Oh, my God. Right? I, I had a but, bowl haircut. I was watching all that. Yeah, but also beyond that, though, it was it we it was a simpler time in that we thought we had done it. Yeah. You know what I mean? The Cold War was over. The world was seemingly at peace. Now, that's ignoring all the civil wars and all the strife that we were pushing all mm-hmm, over the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. there at on the home front when you were here, yeah, in southeastern Pennsylvania, Looking around, it seemed like we were also coming up with solutions for everything, right? Yeah. And since that moment, since basically early two thousand, you know, late two thousand one, we've seen nothing but a compounding of problems and people pointing out problems that are going to come down the road, yeah. and nobody taking any action towards it, and in fact screaming at the people pointing at the problems, yeah. And then as the problems show up, blaming the people who pointed that the problem was going to happen. <laughs> Right? This is your fault for, for looking at it. Yeah, no, this is all, oh, Al Gore told us that climate change was going to happen, and now we don't have seasons. I guess them Democrats got together with all the globalists and just used the harp machines oh, to change our weather. This is I mean, exhausting but, but, thinking about. But the thing is, and and real quick, because we're both kind of exhausted from a few oh, of the things God. we've talked about over the last couple episodes. Yeah. And to the listeners... We will eventually take breaks on this podcast, and maybe we'll just do something different for a couple weeks. Yeah, we're going to do something the, super fun. Yeah, but there, it's not happening yet. Because I need to tell you all, I need to warn you, yeah. people that have young adults on the internet, people themselves that are looking at things, to be critical, to see through these things, because I myself am hypercritical, but still was like, I didn't notice right away that this was this uh, alt right, yeah. This yeah. was this alt right YouTube video. Yeah, I just thought it was a money saving video. But then, like, my spidey senses tingled, and I didn't know why. But like, the thing that also frustrates me is like what you were just saying is like this. We're all looking around us at the chaos that we live in. In it's overwhelming. It's frustrating, and everybody's pointing fingers. And then like this group of people keep just pointing behind us. And they're just like, if only we went back to the traditional way yeah, of life. They're pointing in the only direction we can't go. We can't go back. We literally they're can't. Fucking, Time moves forward. They're driving a car, yeah. and instead of looking ahead of in front of the car, they're looking in the rearview mirror and going, why can't we go back there? And when the car crashes into the fucking tree, because you're not looking through the fucking windshield, you're only looking in the rear view, they're going to be like, well, why did we crash the car? And it's like, oh my God. And like this whole traditional view is like, First of all, Christian, upper middle class, Caucasian, they, they're they completely ignoring the fact that there were people of color, there were LGBTQ people, they were all suffering. Not everyone was Christian. Not everyone was Christian. Yeah. Like, it's insanity that they're, like, painting this picture of, like, what the world was and what they want it to be again, but none of it existed. Keep, that was the one thing, too, that she keeps talking about the 40s when we were, like, literally nuking Nevada. Like, John Wayne died because they were filming Genghis Khan and John Wayne was playing Genghis Khan. 
and they were downwind from the nuclear testing, and it gave him massive amounts of cancer. Yeah. And again, these same traditionalists was why can't men be like John Wayne? It's like, oh, get cancer in the desert because the the government is nuking it. Yeah. You fucking idiots. But no, it, it's it's infuriating, and it is it is definitely. You know what it is? It's it's the pink pipeline. It's the pink pipeline. It's the pink pipeline. The Instagrams are pink. Yep. Hashtag tradwife. Look, it's the same razor. At the end of the day, yeah. we're all getting the same razor. It's just y'all have to buy a little bit more merch to keep your pipeline alive. Oh, no. The pink tax. Yeah, they're getting pink Fuck tax that pink in the tax. pipeline. Oh, my God. How annoying. Because you also have to buy makeup to be pretty. Because just like Girl Define said, beauty is the only... Yeah. Thing you have. Well, and what's funny actually, when because as you were reading some of the different topics she had on her YouTube, it drives me back to the Matt Walsh's of the world, who's that dickhead who works with Ben Shapiro. Mm-hmm. He's the one who's always running around. Going, Mrs. Midwest said we shouldn't get lip filler. Does oh, okay. Ben Shapiro know? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> but guys, like one of the big things they love to do is again simplify all arguments. Matt Walsh is the one who's constantly screaming about trans people, and his big argument is, def- you know, what is a woman? Yeah. Define it for me. And you, if you give him a defini- definition that's over three sentences long, he wants you to make it smaller and smaller. And he just keeps arguing with like, yeah. what is a woman. And it's the same thing. Define a girl. She herself said it. Define what woman hood is. Yeah. And in all these cases, they are always going to end up with a definition that not only boxes out a vast swath of the population. But boxes themselves in. And also out. I know. Because, again, like Girl Defined... They can sit there and say, oh, you know, womanhood is being a mom. Well, one of them's infertile. Yeah. With, in her case, womanhood is, is, is being quiet and compliant. You have a fucking YouTube channel. Listen to me. I know. Wait, can I tell you another, like, this is a tinfoil hat moment. Yeah. I could not prove any of this. Yeah. But when I was doing research about her, she and her husband met while they were uh, in Israel okay. on a school trip in okay. college because she went to college and she was like um, a media and communications major. Okay. So I think, tinfoil yeah. hat time, I think she went in there, saw these little red pillars, and she was like, market cornered. Yeah. Got them. Yeah. Right? Business model. She knows what she's selling. And whether it's trying to wrangle women into the alt-right through um, cleaning videos or makeup videos, or if you know statistically most of her viewers are men... She's making money off of this idea, and I feel like she knows what she's doing. No, no, 100%. on like a lot of levels. No, no, but hundred percent. But I also think that she maybe wrangled herself into a corner because I was like, when I was doing some reading, like people were talking about how like she doesn't make videos anymore as much because like she has two kids now, and like the reality of like being a stay at home mom might have really hit her. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like, oh yeah, you can't really make videos about housekeeping when you have the two babies because you're very busy being a stay at home mother and raising your children. Also, I have to tell you something about her husband and kids. Okay. Um, husband, guess what? A cop. Oh, uh, not sure. Okay, yeah, <laughs> cop husband. All right, got it. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh, being sued right now. The cop is being sued? Cop being sued. Cop husband's being sued. Guess for what? I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess. It probably has to do with assaulting a person. Mm, Excessive force. A person of color. Uh, You know what? I couldn't find that out, but I did see on the documents that were filed that uh, the nature of the suit was listed as civil rights. So it could be, but excessive force cop. And when I saw pictures of him, he has shark eyes. 
Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've met a lot of people in my life where I will leave a room if I see shark eyes. Yeah. He's got shark eyes. Yeah, there's an emptiness behind them. Don't like it. Yeah, Not yeah, yeah. a fan. Okay. Um, and then they, they do have two children. They had two babies. Um, they're Irish twins, very close in age. Okay. Um, and the first son, again, I am not besmirching a child. This is not me attacking a child. I would never attack a baby. I just want to talk about the name, okay? Okay. The name of the baby. That they chose. That they chose. The okay. two parents, adult parents. Name the first baby, the son, uh, Bowden. What, what? Bowden. B-O-D-E-N. Bowden? Mm-hmm. God damn And it. you're like, hey, babe, what's Bowden mean? And I'm like... Oh, I don't know. It means um, uh, uh, soil. What? Or does it... Um, yep, it means soil in German. Because there's this really popular Nazi phrase, uh, Blut und Boden. Blood with, and soil. Blood and soil, which is what they were chanting. The Tiki Torch guys were chanting that. Yeah, and also they, t- they chanted at the Nuremberg rallies and all this other shit mm-hmm. because the whole reason World War II happened... Beyond a myriad of reasons, uh-huh. was the idea of Lebensraum, mm-hmm. which was that the Germans needed more space for Germans so they could grow more crops and make more Germ. Oh my God! Okay, why do all of your blonde YouTube ladies always end up being like hardcore Nazis? I can't say for sure. I just know that they named a baby Bowden. Okay, it's really crazy because you're like you have blonde hair and blue eyes, and it's like <laughs> okay, all right. Like, you are, like, you could easily be, like, an Aryan princess. Like, you look a lot. No, I could, it wouldn't be easy for me. She looks a lot like the Nazi doctor from uh, Indiana Jones and uh, Last Crusade. The one that had sex with both Indiana Jones and Sean Connery. That's, that's Mrs. Pearlmania. Um, one day they'll see you on having, camera, and if I don't live up to that, I'm oh, doomed. Listen, Comment you're going to have to wear, you're going to have to wear black gloves, big old bloomer pants. And, Hashtag submission. Yeah. And I'm going to be on the side wearing a deer stalker cat and be like she talks in her sleep um yeah yeah um okay so Bowden is the name of the first that child. was the name of the baby it's German for soil <sighs> is the next one's name blood I don't know I oh, didn't, didn't mean, I, I didn't see the name of the second you didn't, one you didn't see the second I child I couldn't name. find it and then I stopped looking Yo, okay because I was like this is so alleged this is just like what do I even say I'm like this is a weird thing you named your kid Bowden the German I mean, okay. I'm going to play a little bit of a devil's advocate. Okay. Because I, I, I have to. All right. Just because we've seen a lot of Midwestern kids' names, and a lot of them are the dumbest thing you've ever heard in your entire life. I mean... There, there's a lot of, you know, Kalelins and shit like that. Aidens were a really big one for a long time. Mm-hmm. And again, these aren't these kids' fault. It was just a big thing, especially when you see a lot of, like, Mormon names. Oh, uh, Mormons love a They good love name. a Lynn. They love a Lynn yeah. and an N and all that different they stuff. And L-A. I did have, when I went to school down south, I knew a lot of guys named Bo and all these different things. So having that makes sense. Unless I hear a direct, hey, we named him the German word for soil. Um, They named the second baby Troy. Okay. Okay. I just want to let you know. First name be ba- Bowden. Second Troy. name be Troy. Okay. Yeah. The mythical ancestors of the Roman Empire. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or maybe they're just really in the community and they're like Donald Glover. I mean, I'm super into Troy community. and Abed in the morning. morning. I mean, maybe. You know what? I'm going to. 
Fuck you. I'm going to go with the brighter side of angels today. I'm going to say that Bowden is named after a guy that they're her... Uncle? Uncle Bowden. Uncle B. Uncle Bo. Mm-hmm. They just wanted to call their kid Bo, and they threw a den on the end. Okay? Sure. And Troy is because they're super into community, yeah. and they just really love Childish Gambino and all of his roles. Yeah, for sure. There you go. Um, I Really, that's kind of where it ended for me. I... When I saw the baby's name, I gave up. I, I get that. I was like, I don't know. Listen, I don't know how to heal, deal with this anymore. I don't know how to deal All with All I that. need to say is that, okay, we've explored. She is the alpha trad wife. Okay. She is the Andrew Tate of trad wives. There's nobody more trad wife than her. And I got to say, I'm not a trad wife, babes. No, you're not. No. You're so not. you can't call me a trad wife no more. Yeah, you, you did marry you did marry a Jew. That I did. Is, that does feel very anti-trad wife. <laughs> um, all that being said, amazing research. Thank you. Way. Thank you. Amazing research. <laughs> it's disturbing that they always end up somehow. I don't know how this keeps happening. I mean, Every time I, I research. I know how it keeps happening. It's through a very specific funnel. But the um, a couple points that mm. I do want to touch on. Yeah. Um, there is a very famous uh, far-right saying, mm. which is reject modernity, mm-hmm. embrace tradition. Yeah. Um, you and, and to, That to, is like the hashtag they all use, too. Yeah, that is. And it's a funny hashtag because when you hear it, it's like, oh, hilarious. What's funny is there's only two groups of people in the world that actually care about modernity. Yeah. One of them are literal philosophers. Mm-hmm. Like actual philosophers talk about modernity a lot. And the issues with modernity. Yeah. Um, I was re- recently uh, reading a paper by an economist that was talking about uh, this thing called, I think it's, was it the problem with modernity or the paradox of modernity? The idea was in the 1700s, there was a belief that someday our, tech- our technology, our society, our civilization, and our beliefs would actually get to such a perfect utopian state. That by the time we reach modernity, things like war, mm-hmm. famine, mm-hmm. pestilence, mm-hmm. and just the general shittiness of life would be gone. We wouldn't have to toil anymore. Not in our lifetime. No. But what happened was, from those statistics, they, they sat down and looked at that idea and said, when we reach X state, okay, we'll be good. Yeah. We've surpassed X state. <laughs> We're still not good. It's worse. It's actually worse. So much worse. And so the thing is, is philosophers talk about that and they use the term modernity. Yeah. But when Nazis do it, mm-hmm. they say, look, we went down this path and it's terrible. Yeah. So we need to go back to the beginning of the path. And then take another path. And uh-huh. it's like, well, you can't now, man. That's not how anything you, works. You just can't do that. Yeah. Because we, we're already down the road. We, yeah. You're talking about doubling back. So we're going to have to spend just as much time undoing everything. Mm-hmm. And then someday you're going to say, all right, now we can start our new thing. Which is what they do constantly. But they never want to acknowledge all of the shit that has to go on. It reminds me greatly of arguments I used to get into in the early 2000s when I would run into people who I did not know were Nazis mm-hmm. and they would say at, they would say soft fascist things mm-hmm. so a, a soft fascist phrase is the one that got the Dilbert guy in trouble okay it's okay to be white okay on its face 
there is nothing wrong with being born white and just being white. No, but okay. No, 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 hold on. All right. That's what you're going to do. You're immediately stopping it. Just the phrase, it's 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 okay to be white. Uh Uh-huh. But we know that that's a dog whistle. Yeah. But that leads you down. Wait, but the other thing is, is that this is, it reminds me of a lot of times on the internet, for women anyway, there'll be a lot of stuff about diet, dieting, diet mm. culture and stuff. And one huge thing is always clean eating. I eat clean. Mm. I'm a clean eater. And that terminology upsets me to no end because if it's not clean, then mm. you're assuming everything else is dirty. Yes. So it's so that everything else is dirty and people that can't afford that are dirty and it implies a lot of morality to food. And so by that statement, it's like it's okay to be white. It implies on the other side that it's not so then who's saying it's not okay? Yes, exactly. You know what I mean? Which is what got the Dilbert guy in trouble because yeah. he he read a thing where only 53% of black people said it's okay to be white. Mm-hmm. And so he started screaming that all black people were a hate group now because okay. they're not okay with whites. And it's like, no, that's not it's a dog whistle. <sighs> yeah. It's the same thing where when I was dealing with these early Nazis, uh, some of them would say, "Well, why can't we just have a white ethno state?" Mm-hmm. Why can't we have a white state? And then they'd point to Oregon, which was literally founded as a whites-only state. Yeah. And I would always turn to them and say, okay, fine, you want a white state. There's a black person or a, a brown person or a whatever color person living there. Yeah. How do you remove them? Mm-hmm. And then they just stare at me. And I'm like... Yeah, they don't want to tell hey, you the next no, couple no, things. No, no, because again, they would always say, no, we can do this peacefully. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, cool. So who decides where the line is? Yeah. You want a blacks only state. You want an X only state. And then they'll always say things like, well, you know, China's 100% Chinese. I'm like, it's not. Mm-mm. It's not. They've got a lot of languages, but. There's a shit ton of languages. <laughs> but also, you're assuming that all Chinese people are Han yeah. Chinese. There are all sorts of different people. Yeah. It would be like saying, okay, everyone in America is Christian. I'm like, great. I'm like, Baptist or Methodist? Catholic or Episcopalian? Presbyterian or Lutheran? We can always divide. Wait, you didn't say Protestant. Are they not Christians? No, I was getting to... I was breaking it down even more because they don't (laughs) even like dividing just Protestant and Catholic anymore. Yeah. Do Mormons count as Christian? You start going down all these different things Mm -hmm. with divisions, and it's the same exact thing with all these traditionalists and all of these people in these pipelines. You have to always look whenever they're saying what the problem is mm-hmm. is and who is causing the problem. And then you got to ask about what their solution is. And how final is exactly. it? Exactly. Anyway, it's all Babe, just... Babe, our podcast is super fun. Listen. <laughs> it's all just a distraction from the fact yeah. that no one will sponsor our podcast. <laughs> I don't know why. I know. <laughs> what could it be? I know. What could it's, it be? What could have been the cause? <laughs> why won't I... What, come on, HelloFresh. Yeah. I just told you I cook every meal. Guys, are you out there trying to make uh, Tradwives into a more traditional <gasps> Holy thing? Holy shit, hear me you out. You need to use Squarespace uh, for your website. Wait, I need to sell HelloFresh to the Tradwives so they can cook better meals for their husbands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is going to corner this market. There has to be an alt-right. I'm sure there's an alt-right HelloFresh. Yeah, it's not Blue Apron. It's White Apron. Oh, wow. <laughs> I thought it was Blue Lives Apron. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. That's it. Hashtag not sponsored. Yeah. Sorry. Their slogan is 40% of cops. What is it? What's the percentage? <laughs> Oh, that have admitted to domestic violence against their spouses? Yeah. It's over 40%. Yeah. And that's can... admitted. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I can't remember what the actual statistic was. Yeah, it changes a lot because it's self-reporting, so you know how that goes. Yeah. Mm. 
right. Sorry, guys. So have a great day at work. Hey, so make sure that you... <laughs> so make, make sure you like... We gotta, uh, we gotta and, come up with uh, some fun ideas. Fun ideas. We need a fun episode. We need guys, a fun episode. Guys, make sure you like and subscribe. Mm-hmm. Uh, follow yeah, definitely like, like this. Yeah. Comment for more content like this. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hey, send us an email... We're going to open up uh, like a dialogue area about this episode. So if you have any ideas for fun episodes for us to talk about that somehow won't bring us to Nazis, that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, like our last one's last four episodes. We it just up keeps Nazis. coming back. <laughs> I, th- I thought our grandfathers fought against these guys. You know what? I, I, hope, I hope people haven't stopped listening. <laughs> Because I do want to say that the smartest thing you ever said to me a long time ago. What was it? Was your dad used to, you and your dad used to watch a lot of History Channel. Uh huh. And your dad would come down the steps, right? And he would look at you and he would, and you'd be watching History Channel uh-huh. and he'd be like, Hitler's still losing, right? And you're like, yeah, dad. Still losing, dad. Still losing. But you know, in the early 2000s, they stopped playing those documentaries and put yeah, ice road trucks. Because they fucking put Duck Dynasty on the History Channel yep. or the Learning Channel. And they put the overweight people and the kids that were being and exploited by their parents. And pawn stars. What was the da- dance moms? Whatever. They things. put it all on the Learning Channel, we, the History Channel. We stopped showing Hitler losing. He, he needs to watch him lose every fucking day after school. Anyway, <laughs> y'all, thank you so much. Have yourself just the just, best week, guys. Just the best week. The best week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.